Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is the Bible Reading Plan podcast, and we are back. My name is Brendan McClenahan, and I am with Travis Rujink. Uh, Travis, you are an elder at Victory Point. I am. So tell us about that. Um, it's been uh, it's been a journey for sure, uh, especially the the last um, almost coming up on a year here. Um, but it really is it is a blessing. Um, it it's something that um, uh, takes I don't know, it takes energy, but it's also just really humbling uh, to think of you know uh, victory point as the body um, allowing or or I guess having you lead or having you speak for uh, and represent um, the larger body, but also just accepting God's calling on your life to, to be that leader as well. So it's been, uh, it's been humbling. It's been trying, uh, for sure for the past year, but, uh, uh, certainly rewarding too. There's just, um, so many good things that have, that have happened. And I truly believe, you know, God is, is blessing and standing with, um, these, these group of believers that, uh, call themselves victory point. So what do you think has been hardest about being part of the elders? Um, like what's hardest about being an elder in general? Like what is involved that's challenging? Um, I would say the past year is just really um, listening to, you know, making sure that we're listening to the spirit um, and just trying to lean into, I mean, we have visions of what uh, where Victory Point is called uh, in the past and how does that, uh, does, does the pandemic change that? Does how do we respond to uh, the world that's in need right now? And what does Victor points, uh, how, how does our, how does our position have to change or how do we need to look at things differently as the world changes around us? Um, and yep. how do we respond to that? So it, it, it really comes back to the, what is God saying and what am I, what am I going to do about it? And yep. sometimes when it's like the pandemic, it's sometimes can be a little hard to uh, sometimes you don't know exactly what, um, what, what God is saying, but we're relying on each other as elders to, uh, to bring forward what we believe God is speaking to us and then yep. uh, trying to make best steps for victory point. Yep. I, I mean, what, so you've got a discernment, a call to discern. Mm-hmm. And as you discern, you're taking stock of everything you can, everything, you know, everything you're experiencing from scripture, from God's word, but also from your context and trying to discern God's will amidst that. Yeah. On top of that, those variables are constantly changing. They are. It's a pandemic. So it's like you might make a decision one week and then everything changes just a few days later. Yeah. And now you've got to reassess and rediscern. And um, it's like trying to find up while you're in an avalanche. You know, it's like, Okay, up was this way uh, when, you know, one second ago, but now I've been flipped around and spun 
you know what I mean? Like turned over. Um, yes. On top of that, you're also doing it with a group of people. It's not just you. So you yep. have a group of people that you're all trying to, you know, go get tumbled through the avalanche and all face up at the same exact time, <laughs> you know, like yes. all decide together which way is up at the same time, um, which I could imagine is just um, a really great exercise in discernment and leadership, learning to lean on each other, learning to listen to each other, listening, listening to the Holy Spirit together, uh, communicating well together, you know, trusting each other. Yes. Uh, I think those seems like those are all really valuable and important skills to have and to develop over this last year. Yeah. It's been a lot of trusting, uh, a lot of praying, a lot of trusting, um, trying to listen, um, and just, yeah, trying to walk as humbly as we can, um, mm -hmm. in, in what's probably some fairly trying times. So, yeah, absolutely. Sweet. Well, thanks for sharing that. Travis, um, today we have a scripture passage like we do every time we have a podcast. Um, our scripture passage for today is Psalm 22, verses 23 through 31. Um, Travis, do you want to take that for us? Sure. All right, here we go from Psalm 22 at verse 23. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him and stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, and he has not hidden his face from him, but he has heard when he cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will perform before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, even the one who could not keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him. It shall be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, that he has done it. Hmm. Thanks, Travis. So is there anything from this passage that's particularly grabbing your attention today? Yeah, and in reflection of what we talked about yesterday, um, again, just so I in verse 23, it's just to me, it was kind of cool how they start. So like the, the covenant from yesterday was, it was kind of cool where it was, it was to Abraham and to Sarah, but it was also, it was anybody who was around that covenant. So it was, it was those who came after as well. Um, so it wasn't just Abraham, it was, you know, these multitudes of generations afterwards. And so in verse 23, it was kind of interesting. So you who fear the Lord praise him. So it's like that first group, all you offspring of Jacob. So it's making that group wider glorify him and then stand in front of stand in awe of him you offspring of israel so it keeps on getting a wider and wider um net of people that that really have been um blessed by this covenant blessed by this promise and also it's it's calling them into you know it's praise him glorify him so it's 
call, calling those people into the same posture in, in some ways that Abraham had. It's, mm-hmm. it's the face down. Um, and it's kind of interesting how that repeats again, like in verse 27, you know, all the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. The families of the nations shall worship before you. Um, and then again at the verse 30 where it's talking about uh, the coming generation and those that are yet unborn. And it's, it, again, just really talking about how this covenant is, is far reaching. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't just, it wasn't just Abraham, but it was a promise that was made to, um, to generations after. And then again, just the same call of, you know, what's your, what's your posture? Um, you know, it's, it's, bo- you know, it's bowing. Um, it's, it's talking about, you know, um, hearing those who are, um, hearing those who are afflicted, um, and those, you know, again, people putting trust in God and having, even in the, even in hard times, having their, their posture is still, uh, remaining as God is, God is King. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You're talking about these concentric circles, these, these widening circles of, um, promise of covenant yeah. of inclusion into God's family. Um, which we get to be part of today. I mean, yes. that now includes us. Um, thanks be to God because of what Jesus did for us. Um, remember that, that part where Jesus says, um, you know, don't say we are children of Abraham because you're going to get chopped down. We can, God can raise up new children of Abraham, you know, God yeah. can raise up the stones. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, so there's this, I mean, there is this familial inclusion, you know, that it gets passed on from generation to generation, but also don't think that just because you're in the family, just because you're in the bloodline, so to speak, that you're automatically in or something like that. Yeah. Like, um, G- Jesus is saying, um, it's not even your family line that makes it, you know, this is, this is descriptive, not prescriptive. Does that make sense? Like yep. this is describing who's part of God's promise. It's not prescri- prescribing it. It's not saying, well, if you are a child of Abraham on the bloodline, you yep. will automatically get the covenant promise because Jesus later says that doesn't cut it either. You can't even say that you got this by birth. And therefore like, thank you, God, I have this by my birth. I think that's a really important thing for us to remember like especially those of us who grew up in the church to remember that it wasn't because we can't just go, well, the faith of my parents or, you know, it's because I was raised in a Christian household or because I was even raised in the United States in cultural Christianity, you know, and national religion. We can't just rely on that stuff. Uh Just like the Pharisees couldn't rely on their, you know, their bloodline as part, you know, the Levitical line as part of, their uh salvation because jesus demolishes that he says no it's not even that you can't even chalk it up to your family it's solely by god's grace that you have to receive for yourself it's not something you can just bank on your parents for or your bloodline for so there's this cool descriptive so if you look at that way there's this there's this amazing like uh like you said concentric circles these expanding circles of involvement that even go beyond bloodline where we get to be grafted in to jesus into the promise even though we were not even born into it and so these circles keep going 
I would say even beyond Israel of praise, you know, out to the ends of the universe that go on into the, the stars and the galaxies, you know, that, that God's promise, God's covenant gets extended through Jesus Christ to the whole cosmos who are brought back to God um, by grace. So um, I, th I think that's really cool that you notice those concessions. I mean, I think that's, that's right on. I mean, you got Jacob, who's the father of Israel, you know, um, so I, I think, uh, I'm sorry, you got uh, Jacob and Israel, mm -hmm. basically the same thing, but, um, and then you've got these just like future generations will be told about the Lord. So, um, I love that. Um, so thanks for saying that. Um, can you read your, uh, verse 29 again or no? Uh, yeah. Verse 29. What, what does your verse 29 say? All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, even the one who could not keep himself alive. All the prosperous of the earth eat. All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship. Is that wrong? And then what does it say after that? Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust. That is so weird. My translation is completely different than that. So I would love to read the Hebrew on that and see <laughs> why in the world it's translated. Mine says, to him indeed shall all who sleep in the earth bow down. Interesting. Before him shall bow down all who go down to the dust shall live for him, uh, and I shall live for him. Is that completely different than eating? I think so. <laughs> I'd like, because I really, I really liked the, the version that you read. Um, and I was like, that is totally not what mine says at all. So word to the wise, read multiple translations. And if you can research some of the, the Hebrew, which is what I should do now after this podcast is figure out what in the world that means. Um, because uh, the Bible is not written in English. So, and Hebrew is a big language, meaning you can have one word that means a lot of different things. And uh, it's tough for translators to, to pin it down sometimes. They, sometimes you just, they just have to go, all right, this is just our best guess. We're going to have to go with it. Um, there's some words in Hebrew they still don't know what it means. You know, they're just like, eh. like uh, Joseph's Technicolor dream coat, you know, like that. Yeah. yeah. The, the many colored coat, they really don't know what that word is. They don't know what many colored is. They just go, uh, it's probably like a rainbow coat. Let's just put a word in there, many colored. <laughs> They don't know what that word is. It's just there's a there's an adjective in there that they don't know what it means. Huh. Anyway, um, okay, so I, I really like that because uh, they also had, in verse twenty six it also talked about eating. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Um, mm -hmm. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. And then you repeated the eating thing, which is not in my text in the twenty nine. So um, I guess uh, the word eat and just that longing for satisfaction, um, I think that stood out to me because for me, um, there is just a hunger uh, right now for something to be satisfied, for something mm -hmm. true, for something real, for me to sink my teeth into. Yeah. And um, I think I'll always probably have that like bug in me that just uh longs for something that i know will only be satisfied when i meet jesus face to face yeah you know and um so i i wonder i think that's what that means to me the poor shall eat and be satisfied and i do think that that's kind of it's not just it is talking about the here and now that 
um, we believe that part of our role as Christians is to join with God in making sure that the poor eat and um, that there's justice and equity in our world. But yeah. also there's this sense that uh, like in Revelation 4, um, and Matt's going to preach on that. Um, well, well, Matt just did preach on that actually yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I should say. Um, the, that we are all poor and we all have a need and um, we all long to be satisfied. And there's something that we're, there's some depth of hunger we're never going to satisfy until we are finally face to face with Jesus in the new creation when we're sitting around the banquet table and Jesus has us recline and, and, and um, he's the guest and he, he's the host and he serves us. Um, so I think there's, that's, that's what was sticking out to me was just this uh, longing for being satisfied um, to feel uh, the, I, I will, you know, I will taste the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, um, whatever. Yeah. That, I probably misquoted that, but um, yeah, that's, that's probably what, what my heart needed to hear today, I think is the, the eating and being satisfied, longing for something that will truly satisfy me. That makes sense. Then why, why you're curious about verse 29 with the yeah. prosperous shall of the earth shall eat and worship where it brings that eat part yep. back exactly. into, into place. Yeah. Which, which also to him indeed shall all who sleep in the earth bow down. That's what mine says. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's an interesting mistranslation there where, um, you know, the being satisfied when finally we bow down before Jesus after we've quote unquote gone to sleep after, yeah. you know, we've died. Um, so uh, there's a sense of worshiping after our own death that, uh, mm -hmm. that maybe both of them point towards. Anyway, well, thanks, Travis, for helping us unpack that. And uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Uh, go in peace. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And we'll be back with you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.